1: the bgs and i don't know if you saw it last night but um uh, the kennedy center honored the bgs uh, along with deon warwick and uh, some other great entertainers but uh it was really good seeing uh barry gibbs uh sitting up there in the balcony you love all of the bgs music <laughs> uh mike adams is here with me this morning he just flew back in from north carolina north carolina just yeah. come in to see you wrong and listen and to the Bee, Gees. To the Bee Gees. uh but what what i mean it's
2: that the music from that era was always so kind of uplifting you know uh, uh, that's what i was gonna say it, um, all of us kind of had that upbeat you know at least you, t- you may not like it but you're at least tapping your hand tapping your foot you can't go wrong with it it's like uh, that I remember there's a whole
1: anti-disco beat <laughs> then they came out with rap and i'm going okay you, you didn't like this go listen to this.
2: Tell I, really about this i still haven't caught on to the rap music yet or hip-hop i mean <laughs> it
1: just you know i mean there are some of it that i i think is interesting and uh, some of it's well written and it sends a message but as far as uh, remember back in when they used to have dick clark and oh says, yeah. <laughs> well i like it but you can't dance to it <laughs>
2: <laughs> well it's probably because we can't dance either
1: well yeah but that never stopped me it's like
2: do. singing you never stopped me from that either i do have a question for you i want to hear your uh barry gibb impersonation sing like him for a little bit let's see
0: more than a woman
2: more than a woman to me that's it that's all i got where'd earl go oh, oh.
1: <laughs> i thought he was, it was all, all those guys saying very high pitched you know
2: it's amazing uh, how high they do it and they do it so smooth well and they were an
1: incredible group they were from australia and uh, they were just a family, you know. And they used to sing like at carnivals and stuff. And uh, then they won a talent show. And the youngest brother was Andy Gibb. Yeah, I remember him, heartthrob. And, and uh, he was probably the most popular individual in all of them. And he was zoomed, in the mid 80, uh mid eighties, I guess, or mid seventies. Seventies, yeah. He, uh, but he died. At, I think he was just thirty years old, and uh, he had a real bad. Um, that was back when cocaine was really bad and he died when he was in his 30s back in 1988 then maurice uh died 13 years later and then he was only 53 and then robin uh died in 2012 he was only 62 and i've seen barry in interviews and he, he can't even hardly talk i mean because that that was his whole world all those brothers they were so close so you know their harmony wasn't the only thing i mean they they went everywhere together they went through all the, the ups and downs of life i mean you can say hey you were an incredible you know world famous had more hits than anybody in the 70s right but at the same time all those people uh it's like uh, a lot
2: of people call it cadillac problems but you, nobody goes through this life without having problems oh no it, they theirs just tend to get covered up a little bit more, and we think they live a you know perfect everything perfect life, and you know they have a lot of personal well, problems. It's because they think everybody thinks if you
1: got a lot of money, you got no problems. Yeah. but that's not true.
2: And you know, I think one of the biggest things when you when you watch those shows and they talk about the different artists is how loneliness comes into play and you're going what do you mean lonely when they're you know everybody loves you and all that kind of stuff but well but the problem with it is
1: you don't know who loves you for you exactly and who loves you for what you can do for them and and what you know could you have about give me a couple of mil uh it's like right now you got the thing with um with the uh, travis uh casey oh and uh and, and uh the singer yeah uh how can we not know her name uh, taylor swift taylor swift thank you. Be, be quiet in there <laughs> the brains of the outfit thank god he's here uh and taylor swift i mean you sit there and you think they're, they're catching so much grief over having a relationship not from her fans or his fans just other people saying i'm sick of it and everything else but you know what in both of their respective lives Finding somebody that you really care about and really cares about you, and neither one of you using each other for anything because he doesn't need her to do what he does, right? And she doesn't need him to do what she does. And you can find somebody in this life that you're happy with and they're happy with you. I mean, that's that's almost like winning the trifecta, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, and and it's uh, I don't begrudge anybody that finds somebody that they're happy with, makes them happy. I mean, that's probably be. The biggest gift you can have in life is uh, somebody that uh, you can spend some time with, and then not have there be a problem. I mean,
2: it's a huge gift. Well, you, first of all, you always want you hope that your spouse falls into that place, but, it, but I, I also feel strongly you need to have good friends. Oh, absolutely, and, and, and both people should have friends. Yes, and that okay. becomes very important. I think it's important for your your marriage as well as is just all for right. your own. Oh, good, and it goes into play with those guys that we're just talking about. And then, if you're really lucky,
1: you're you'll have some friends that you like the husband, and she likes the <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're lucky. You're, I think you're blessed like that. You would have, you you have get, a number of, yeah. of
1: close friends that the, the couples and and would the guys all get along and like each other, and 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 we, all our children were raised together. Yeah, and now our grandchildren are come along together. So yeah, and, that and, is it's uh that, those are something you really realize at this time of year. And you're, it's also emphasized by people who are going through tough times this time of year. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are going through tough times.
2: They, 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 they become a lot more noticeable. Again, obviously, Christmas, you want to spend the time with somebody. Obviously, we all know it's not about the gifts, it's spending the time with the people you care about. And uh, that can be a difficult time because even, even at that time, you have friends and you got to be with your family. They got to, you know, sitting by themselves. But we, we, we always try to invite them in. Sometimes it works, sometimes it's not. But, um, but you have a good time with it. Yeah, uh, and then
1: then gifts that's another thing you know you uh kathy and I, I think we gave each other a couple of lampshades uh, because we needed them and uh and they were expensive and uh, but then she gave me two new shirts and i said does this mean i have to get, throw the other ones out <laughs> yes
2: i'm curious did you pick out the lampshades
1: no, uh no i didn't pick anything out i just and, lived there
2: and it came to you i'm just a, i'm not i'm not bashing kathy here i'm just guessing it came to you I think we should get this for each other for Christmas.
1: Well, no, the lampshades, because what happens is the heat from the lamps, uh, it deteriorates the material. Gotcha. And and we have these two entryway lights here on a little credenza, and they're beautiful, and uh, like everything else she picks out, they're very expensive. Uh And so are the lampshades. (laughs) But I want to tell you this. There's a place called the Lamp Lamp Shop, the Lamp It's over on Summer Avenue. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get lamps repaired. This was really cool. She goes in there and takes our two lamps, the lampshades, and they traded them for some new ones that fit our, our lamps. Oh, cool. And so
2: you get lampshades immediately. Nice. You get a trade-in for the other ones. Nice. It's like Coke bottles. So you have you just been sitting around in the morning drinking your coffee, looking at the lampshades, or
1: no? They're in the hallway coming <laughs> in. We never see them. Just, we turn them on for you know, GCP comes to the country, you know, uh-huh. somebody understand. big, they show up. We turn on the hall lights and uh, understand. Show them off. We
2: we got we got a little wild this year. We got us a we we shared a we b- we bought a big screen TV for ourselves. Oh,
1: that that is good.
2: And I got I got a seventy five inch. We went from fifty five to seventy five. I didn't think it was going to be that big.
1: Is it big? Oh, it's big. Is it
2: big? I'm sitting. My eyes, you know, it's almost in in some ways. You know, you measure the distance and it it fits right, but it just seems like I'm trying to look at the whole screen, kind of looking back and forth. But it it's pretty nice TV. I, I enjoy it.
1: Uh, yeah, I know some people have huge uh monitors, sort of like the one in the other studio. I think right. that's 95 inches in there. Uh, big. I think it's taller than me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can't go to Six Flags, so can I can't tell you.
2: I still pass. <laughs> uh
1: the uh we're going to talk football today the the bowl games are already on in fact uh boston college uh already beat um uh smu and smu was had like 14 to nothing and it was up in uh, fenway bowl fenway park up in um in boston and they it's a converted it's the, where they play baseball yeah, I'd i'd love to go there to watch a game i really would but but baseball not football because yeah. Even though they it all the, the, you know, the, the base of the, between first and second third, that's all dirt normally. Right. And they, they saw it, but it's still, these guys were tripping about every other third foot.
2: Remember back in the day, I mean, back in the seventies, eighties, when the foot, the professional teams shared the same stadium, you'd have baseball and football playing all the, the time. And then, and, and up until a few years, think in Oakland,
1: didn't Oakland always play on a baseball yeah, field?
2: I'd venture back, back in the seventies and eighties, almost all of them did. And, and now I don't think any of them do.
1: Well, right now uh, they're playing. It's called the Pinstripe Bowl, and that's being played in the Bronx at the old Yankee Stadium. It's uh, Rutgers versus Miami. That started at two fifteen. I don't know what the score of that one is.
2: Fourteen to ten. Rut- Rutgers is Rutgers. Fourteen to ten. And I bet it's a little cold there, just like the uh, that uh, um, game in Boston. I bet it's a little cold. It was a yeah. little cold there too.
1: I- uh it was but it was not snowing or anything uh, and by the way there was some um, i had a couple of small raindrops hit by windshields way in from collierville mm-hmm. and we're supposed to have some possible you know scattered showers around uh tonight uh tomorrow morning uh in first half of the football game which by the way let's do that right <laughs> uh, good, good so, segue phil you want to do the go to the break and then come back and give away the tickets okay that's what we're gonna do uh uh, let me get out the number so you can go ahead and get ready it's an uh, area code 901-260-5926 we're going to give away two tickets to tomorrow's liberty bill game between memphis and iowa state that starts at 2 30 tomorrow so give us a call and we'll take the third caller and you'll have tickets we're all going we'll see you there so get on the phones and give us a call 260-5926 so we'll be back in a minute came out. I do remember This was the opening song. With John Travolta walking down the streets of the Bronx. That's when he was kind of strutting. Had those red boots on. <laughs> and uh, the thing about that movie was none of us had ever seen a movie like that before. Oh no. And it was really fresh. I was looking at the trailer for it today and I went, boy that's dated. <laughs> Everything was polyester. But uh, good music. Throwback Thursday. Uh, we got a winner, uh, Murray. Hey Murray, you there? Yes. Congratulations, Don! You're going to the Liberty Bowl.
3: Thank you so much.
1: Uh, have you ever been to the Liberty Bowl before?
3: Yes, I have.
1: Well, uh, it's it's gonna be. You can need to take a coat and maybe a hat. We might get a little <laughs> sprinkle out there, but it hey that's and it
3: may be a raincoat, right? <laughs> I, it may be a
1: raincoat, but uh, it's gonna be fun, and you're gonna be sitting with a bunch of other people from KWAM. You're on uh, row, see, you're on um, uh, section one fifteen row 42 uh seat 13 and uh, and 14 lucky 13 and 14 of course of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> and um uh, so congratulations and and uh, thanks for living. Did, uh, for listening did you did you have a good christmas
3: i had a great christmas my family was in town we had a great time thank you
1: well uh, we were just talking about that how that's really the important thing is is getting together with family and and spending the time together because we're all so busy anymore. It's almost like trying to launch uh, the the D Day invasion, just getting ten people together.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree.
2: <laughs> so, hey Earl, I don't mean to jump in here, like but I jump just did. In. did. Did you remind her that if she gets in free if she dresses like Earl Farrell and has that ticket?
1: <laughs> She's gonna get in free <laughs> anyway.
3: Don't tempt me.
2: And you have to I sing like Barry
3: Gibb. Don't tempt me. <laughs>
1: I, I dress warm is what I would advise. And uh, but, oh, I,
3: it's always cold, isn't
1: it? Well, the worst. And I was talking to Chuck Baker, who's uh, with the TBI. He's a good friend of mine. And I'm going with a bunch of people from the sheriff's office who I used to work Ooh. with. And we were all talking about the coldest. We all collectively remember was Alabama's uh, Bear Bryant's last game here in um, oh. last game of his career. And it was so cold that day. And, uh, I, that is the coldest one ever. And it turned out it was Bear Bryant's last game. He retired shortly after that. And then later that year he passed away. And so that was a very momentous, uh, probably the biggest game we ever had there. We've had some great games in the past. I've been Mississippi state, uh, two or three times when they've been here at the Liberty bowl and, uh, it's going to be a great day. We're going to have a good time and, and tell all your friends to watch because the home team is going to be, uh, Iowa so we're going to be sitting on the side on the east stands looking back toward the cameras so our seats oh, will be on tv so if uh, i'm thinking about not wearing a shirt and just putting <laughs> a, a big m on my chest that we want that. to see yeah that ain't gonna yeah, happen. You do that. <laughs> we know that ain't gonna happen by popular demand they're gonna put your shirt back on <laughs> Uh, well, thank. I love it. We'll have a great time, and all you got to do is come by the station tomorrow and pick up your tickets. If you if you're around the neighborhood right now, uh, I, I suppose they gave you the address where we are, right?
3: Yes, on Murray. Yes. <laughs> if, if
1: you're close by, we'll be here until five o'clock, and you can come get them this afternoon.
3: I'm on my way.
1: All right, great. <laughs> we'll see you in a few minutes. Then, be careful.
3: Thank you again. You're okay. sure.
1: You're sure welcome. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Another happy person she did
2: it. she seemed very happy you
1: went uh, that's what we do we make people happy
2: i can't wait to see her dressed up like earl a- feral
1: in fact we're giving your car away in a minute <laughs> <laughs> i did put something up on uh, facebook earlier today let me see if it made it there was it was it was on facebook i was just looking at some different things and and it was this guy he says look at this guy and he's walking toward him this guy's obviously in a pickup truck in a big mirror side mirror you can see on the side and um he says this guy walks by here every single day going to work and he said yeah here it is it's up and uh he said watch this so he calls the guy hey come over here a minute he goes yeah and he said you walk by here every single day he goes yes sir he said do you not have a car he goes no sir i don't have a car and he said uh but we see you working all the time you work very hard because you work just down the street he goes well i do work hard they said, uh, do you just not have the money? He said, Well I got a couple of dollars in my pocket, but not enough for a car. Yeah. He said, Do you have a driver's license? He goes, Oh yeah, but it doesn't do me good without a car. He said, We're gonna give you a car. Wow, that's cool. And at first I thought, I hope this is not a cruel yeah. joke.
2: And he goes, What?
1: He said, Yeah, come on. Take him over there. It's a small dark late model sedan. They said, We're giving you this car. We see how awesome. hard you work. Awesome. And we just wanted to And he goes, Why? He said, because we want to give you a car. Yeah. And he put his head in his hands. And those are the kind of things that you hear about uh, during this time of year. And you really should hear about it all the time because, you know, helping other people is something that's required all year long.
2: I, I do think overall America or around here do do a very good job of doing that year round. We, unfortunately, we just don't hear about it that much.
1: Well, it's, it, and, and but you do. There, in fact, Fox Thirteen ran a piece out of a guy that uh, was living uh, out in a field somewhere in Collierville yeah, and that. was doing uh, washing windows, and really worked hard at washing windows. And the police came along because somebody complained where his encampment was, and said you got to move along. Somebody else, through their own generosity, put him in a hotel for a week. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, they set up a GoFundMe. And he's over at over a hundred thousand right? dollars. That's
2: awesome. And I think people really enjoy doing it when they know that when they're seeing the rewards of doing it and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's yeah. awesome. And, and see what happens. Uh, and, and hopefully, Fox 13 will
1: follow up on it. And I'll uh, certainly share that uh, with everybody when I hear about it. But uh, uh, it happens all the time, it happens with people in little bitty ways. Just you know, just a greeting, acknowledging somebody's existence, and opening a door for them, and saying thank you. Mm-hmm. You never know when that's the nicest thing that has happened to them this day.
2: Exactly, and it's and it's an easy thing to do is give, and I, I I truly believe we give things for ourselves, and that doesn't mean we're selfish, but it makes us feel good. And then when you're doing something good for somebody else, it makes them do something the same thing. And I think that's where it comes from. That's called
1: grace. Yes, sir. That is what it is. And you wonder you, when I was a kid, I used to hear that. I said, "What is that?" It said, "It's it's a blessing that comes to you mm-hmm. for doing what God wants you to do, yeah. and 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 you get it right then. That's the great part.
2: Well, you know, and, and we don't have to get caught up into big gestures of uh, of giving away a car, raising a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You said two great things that I absolutely love to do open the door for somebody hey how you doing uh, yeah. when you're going through the shopping line and you know the cashier's, hey how you doing and that, that that does wonders
1: and actually talk to the people that you're doing business with i go to kroger get stuff all the time and say how you doing today they know me we talk mm-hmm. all right we're going to talk more when we come back but we got take a break here so we'll be back thank you very much and welcome back on this uh, thursday uh mike adamson is in the studio how you doing earl mike uh, was a fixture around here for many years and he's a he's a big football well, really sports affectionado You're <laughs> i don't good. i don't know if i'm a,
2: a, a that big word that you just used but i enjoy sports
1: affectionado <laughs> yeah I, a, could,
2: I didn't know if i could say that right yeah, or not, it, so it means you like it yeah. uh But
1: you also you're you're a referee for Mm -hmm. football games. You're going to be working the sidelines at tomorrow's game.
2: Going to be down on the sidelines for the Liberty Bowl. Obviously, a great atmosphere. I mean, I I think when when it's here all the time, I think our our town, city takes it for for granted how how well that they do. But they put a put a darn good show on down there. But yes, I'll be down on the sidelines. Be over on the. uh, on the Iowa State sideline, holding the down box.
1: To so be on what the south side of the stadium or west side? You're, my directions aren't
2: really good, Earl, but uh, I'll be on. I can say that I'll be on Iowa State sideline. The, the press that, the press box side. Yeah, I'll be on press box yeah,
1: side. No, yes, to get. Uh, Harold Grater, who's with the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, uh, just put up some pictures. They've got the end zones all painted up red, white, and blue for Iowa State and Memphis, and uh, the field looks great. Well, the field and, looks awesome. The,
2: that paint job that just pops out. it oh, looks really?
1: really good. And it's got AutoZone in the middle out there. And uh, it really, I mean, people always are poo-pooing the Liberty Bowl. I think it looks great. They've really improved a lot. And now that it's gonna be going to be going over to the University of Memphis, I think it's going to improve even more. Yeah. And, you know, we've always said that it wasn't an on-campus stadium like other schools have. This is my th- what my thoughts are on that, that. The University of Memphis should just expand until they include i like the way the you're liberty thinking there.
2: there there's a there's a lot of good thought to that there yeah. really
1: is now you're gonna have to tear down some houses uh, in between but
2: you just build around them yeah uh, what the hey and make them make them into dorm rooms Since you're now part of the campus
1: <laughs> uh but uh so the game tomorrow is at two thirty, and we gave away a bunch of tickets uh and we we'll thank the auto liberty bowl for that and and for helping uh a lot of people that might not be going are going to be going now and uh so, uh,
2: well, when you get tickets free, you can't. Uh, you, if you go and all of a sudden you get cold and want to leave, you're okay. If you show up a little bit late, you're okay. Well,
1: yeah, but uh, and, and they're seventy five bucks a piece, so they're not cheap tickets. Uh, and, um, there are there no cheap tickets to anything anymore. I don't think.
2: Well, it, again, the, the, the part about being cold, the good part, it's in the middle of the afternoon.
1: If that's uh, Murray right there, pull it in. It might be way well, better, Murray.
2: If that's you, <laughs> don't let you off the window. <laughs> yeah,
1: here's your tickets. <laughs>
2: we just drop well, them out the window to her i think we might be right because she was just shaking her head
1: <laughs> well good i'm glad she got by before we left because way so she can uh you know
2: yeah, she, she's waving to us earl she's she waving tell her to uh to give us the high
1: sign. <laughs> he's gonna bring him down to you murray so you just hang on and uh mike will be right there and uh I'm glad she got by and got those. I, I think we've got like 40 people who are going that are going to be, uh, sitting down in this, uh, same section. So it'll be uh, a hometown uh, group right there. Everybody has something in common. They all listen to KWAM and listen to my show. So congratulations. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. In fact, I'm going to be wearing my father's, uh, coat that he had when he built pi- a pipeline in Alaska. He was up there for a couple of years and he got this big parka, uh, get the faux fur on it which i'm glad he got faux fur because it was real fur that coat's like 30 it's than that probably 50 years old now and in great shape i put it on the other day uh to see if it's still warm and wouldn't fall apart i hate to be out there and the sleeve falls off hey 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 pal your, your coat's coming apart <laughs> things have happened like that in the past i know i got a bunch of stuff at the ranch one time some weed eaters and, and brought him back to Memphis, and they had all all the gaskets and the the tubing, it all dry rotted, and nothing worked. But Dad said, "Well, at least I got him out of my stories room." <laughs> so was she glad to get him?
2: Murray, Murray Interline was very excited. She was yeah. uh, called her son immediately after and said, "Hey, we're going to the ball game. We're going to right. the we're going to the show." She was very excited.
1: Well, good, congratulations, and thanks for listening. uh Back to the bowl games, uh, we've got, uh, where do we leave off with the, the talking about the pop, t- we, talk about the, we talked about the pinstripe bowl. That's yeah. the Yankee Stadium that's going on now. Then there's the Pop-Tart Bowl. That's, uh, yes. That's, what, do you,
2: what do you think they get in their gift bags? Uh, a
1: bunch of Pop-Tarts. Uh, that's at 545 today. That's North Carolina State versus uh, Kansas State. North Carolina is ranked 18th in the country, and Kansas State is 25 five that, that that
2: could be a pretty good ball game i, I think it, that will be yeah. north
1: carolina state is good and i've watched kansas play a couple of times uh they played texas and played them to a, a, almost beat them
2: yeah right well, and speaking of regular kansas they beat they they beat some they won their bowl game the other day they did i forget who they played but and then
1: there's uh i thought it was lm uh lmo but it's alabo i left the A. The <laughs> <see> laughing my <laughs> That sounds like a bowl I would like to go to. It does. Well, <laughs> it's the, the Alamo Bowl, uh, number twelve, Oklahoma versus number fourteen, Arizona. Of course, everybody knows how I feel about Oklahoma.
2: You, you don't like Oklahoma?
1: No, it's a it's a love hate thing. I love Texas and I hate Oklahoma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, at least you're very, you're very consistent in that.
1: And they also feel the same way about Texas, so it's it's <laughs> a mutual thing. In fact, they're going to keep, even though they're both moving to the SEC, they can continue the uh, red river rivalry yeah. it'll take place at the cotton bowl just like it always has and it should i was glad to hear that this announced that the other day uh then you at 12 noon tomorrow you got the gator bowl uh number 22 clemson versus kentucky and yeah, nobody cares about that nah, i don't care about either one of those
2: who are those people i know it. but you do you do have a good one a little bit later starting yeah. at one
1: uh, that is the uh tiger bowl tony the tiger Okay, again another that, exciting gift back this this team i didn't even think they were in the playoffs it's, they're not they're just in a bowl
2: game <laughs> notre dame <laughs> that was a, that was a very <laughs> good uh complimentary jab <laughs> <laughs> mike
1: is a huge notre dame in fact he has his own uh Fighting Irish Leprechaun outfit.
2: Mm-hmm. I should have it in today. Should
1: haven't seen
2: that in a long time. You know what? Maybe down the sidelines tomorrow I should do that. You should instead of the,
1: the referee's outfit, wear I, the Leprechaun.
2: I think I would shock a lot of people. I can I guarantee I'll probably be my last
1: Liberty. I don't think you'd get on the field, as a better effect. <laughs> uh, but no, Notre Dame is ranked 16th. And they're uh, uh, going up against number 19, Oregon State. That's going to be a good game.
2: Yeah, two, 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 two ah, completely different teams. I mean, Oregon State's going to air it out, run be real quick uh notre dame's a little bit more methodical where
1: but, is the tony the tiger
2: bowl um i'm guessing california Sun sunbowl where sunbowl at uh that's like in el paso or arizona i think that's right uh mm-hmm. did
1: it used to be the the uh no because there, there still is a Sun Bowl, right yeah
2: well it's, it's it's tony the tiger Sun Bowl. oh
1: they didn't have that in there yeah so then it's wherever that is uh, then at uh, three thirty Eastern Time, two thirty Air Time, the Liberty Bowl, Memphis versus Iowa State,
2: big game. Now this is
1: different. It's the Cotton Bowl, and usually it used to be the Cotton Bowl is always on uh, on Saturday mornings, right? That's uh, good point. about eleven o'clock. But it's coming on Friday night at eight, and this is going to be a good game. It's uh, number seventh ranked Ohio State versus number nine Missouri.
2: Yeah, that's. I think it'll be a big one. Obviously, Ohio State was ranked up in the top all year all, all year long missouri was just kind of kept climbing up and they kind of got in the top 10 and uh so i guess we'll find out if uh, missouri's for real or not tomorrow
1: and ohio state's bitter these, these people are bitter well they should be not beating uh, michigan
2: because they go to ohio state
1: yeah and they hate each other all those people up there hate each other nobody, you ever notice?
2: nobody likes ohio michigan state. hates
1: everybody everybody hates michigan uh, michigan state hates michigan michigan hates michigan, michigan, hates michigan state
2: I like it when they talk about the big rivalries and they have these fights before the ball games because most of these guys, it's the first time they're playing and all of a sudden they're getting in a, in a fight with somebody they don't even know. Yeah, who is this guy? Are we huh? su- we're supposed to hit them? <laughs> just just want to cause some excitement.
1: Then you got the Peach Bowl. Now, this is going to be Saturday. I at 12 noon, number 10 ranked Penn State versus number 11th ranked Ole Miss.
2: I got some uh, got some friends of big old Miss fans.
1: Yeah, we know a lot of Ole Miss fans. Big big,
2: big 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 old Miss fans. So I, I'm I'm hoping Ole Miss wins that one. But uh, but that one that again, yeah, another pretty evenly matched teams and, and again another bad part about all these as we start getting and these better teams is how many players end up, you know, leaving you went into the transfer portal or going to the NFL. So
1: uh, it really is the dynamics of that. We still haven't really felt the entire impact of that yet. I think it's going to be a couple of years before we find out how that really does. Cause you're not only are you losing scholarships that would be going to high school students because people are transferring and people aren't giving up scholarships. They're having to take scholarships they're holding for next year to give them. Right. Or they, they can somebody that's on the team now, uh, and then so then you've got uh at two o'clock the peach bowl is at 12 and that is in atlanta i'm assuming because of the peach everything's peach bowl in atlanta. yeah the peach bowl's in atlanta correct and then music city bowl and i'm guessing that's in nashville yep uh is it 2 p.m now is that all these times must be eastern because they said we're yes. at 3 30. yeah so my, my, mine mean, has
2: the correct time it's at 1
1: p.m or, 1 p.m and uh that's Auburn versus maryland uh, then you have got the Orange Bowl, Florida State versus Georgia. Uh, that's at four p.m.
2: on uh, Saturday. And again, I, 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 that's another one on paper that should be an awesome ball game. But I think that's going to be affected so much by the guys that's been leaving the uh, the, the portal. And uh, kind of one of the uh, cool things, the back the quarterback that's going to be starting for um, Florida State is actually um, a uh, a Memphis. Uh, from memphis area yeah. so uh brock glenn and just so you know it makes you feel good remember i went out of town yeah. uh, was on the plane by him rode with him on the way to uh did you, did, to you, Sharn-
1: did you bother him asking for his autograph
2: no i didn't i was very good about it i had some friends call and say hey or, as i'm texting him get his autograph I said, no. but I, I had a good conversation great kid great uh, i don't know how great of a quarterback he's going to be there but kid wise he's pretty good uh, fun to talk to it was very good when people were coming up and wanting to take the pictures with him or get his autograph, things like that. Um, and then as we're getting ready to get on the plane, we kind of stopped. Somebody bought him a uh, first class ticket to sit in first class. So. That, well, that was very nice. And That made him feel pretty good. So I, I for his sake, after meeting him, I hope Florida State does extremely well.
1: Well, and look at this Florida State was undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. And they're still ranked <laughs> fifth. Yep. And Georgia was ranked number one. They lose one game and they go to sixth. I know and alabama who lost one game is in the final four
2: they, they kind of jumped up it's kind of weird
1: but. a lot of people are, and then did you hear of the player that uh, for alabama the lineman that who was uh charged with a socially uh transmitted disease oh
2: i did see that i, I just saw the headlines sexually I didn't, transmitted I didn't. <laughs> and, and
1: that he knowingly
2: did yeah that, and, that's not
1: good and uh sabin decided that well that's an internal matter we're going to let him play
2: yeah well, it, it's amazing when the players are really good how more times than not um, they get that second chance.
1: Yeah, no, he'd be the first to say, you shouldn't let that guy play against my guys. Yeah. What if he, he drools on them or something? You
2: know? he, he, for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 the bad part that, that's, uh that, that's not a mistake. He knowingly, he knowingly he did, did something it, wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, they gave him that uh, youthful offenders uh, thing, and so he's going to pay like a $500 fine or something. But... Uh, you know and then so i don't know who i'm pulling for that game uh i do like because i if you went to uh, who was it uh, the coach used to be N- here norvell went. norvell there, yeah. coach good guy he, he really got uh i mean that was a bad call for them and then at 4:30 on uh saturday you got arizona bowl wyoming versus toledo Ooh, yeah who cares about toledo
2: if they'll take a nap during uh, that
1: toledo ohio That's <laughs> yeah, toledo ohio. i like wyoming i keep up
2: with them but toledo yeah holy toledo yeah they're they're in the mac they're yeah they're just they're just there (laughs)
1: they're just they're taking up space all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll come back and uh talk about the we got some big nfl games this weekend and some more bowl games on new year's day new year's eve so we'll talk about when we come back
2: Phoenix. how many people out there listening right now are going gosh i wish they would have just kept playing but now i get to listen to earl i know <laughs> i'd like to listen to it too but you got to have a special license to play music
1: the whole song so of course play with mag but uh, we are allowed to use bumper music and and i just you never hear them uh, very seldom ever and uh when you do hear a song that you loved it's all you just smile immediately you go like, oh Man, it, I remember that. it's
2: it's amazing how you always you always associate that with a with the feeling and that's where it a, comes a feeling in a
1: period of your life yeah and you could you're instantly taken transported like uh like you're on a spaceship right back in really? time and uh, there you are who, who you were hanging out with at the time where you were in your life and and that's the great thing about music it's a it's a great identifier mm-hmm. and uh so uh this is uh, just another, and, uh, we'll have one more before we leave today. That's really good. One I'm looking forward to
2: I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh,
1: the bowl games are continuing along with the, the lineup Monday, uh, New Year's Day. uh will be the Relya Quest Bowl. That's uh, LSU number 13 against Wisconsin. That will be at 12 noon. Then the Citrus Bowl, number 17, Iowa versus number 21, Tennessee. That's getting me. Of course, this area is covered up with Tennessee fans.
2: Tennessee should kill them. That's in
1: Orlando at 1 p.m. And they said that Orlando's taking over now as the new number one place to be on New Year's Eve over New York. Have you heard that?
2: I have not heard that. Well, it's a little bit, weather's a little nicer in Orlando than it is in New York. Absolutely. And
1: uh, so that's going to be going on. Uh, then you got the Citrus Bowl. Oh, that's why I just said. Uh, the Fiesta Bowl is uh, Oregon versus uh, Liberty University. That's in Glendale, 1 p.m., then you got the playoff semifinals at the Rose Bowl. Number one, Michigan against number four, Alabama. Big game? That's at 5 p.m. on New Year's Day. Then the big game uh, is number two, Washington against number three, Texas. Why do you say that's the big game? Because that's the big game. Why is that? Because it's Texas.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> just checking. Are you thinking Texas is going to win?
1: I'm hoping. Uh, I just saw a video today, a replay of the, I think it was the 2019 Sugar Bowl when it was Georgia and Texas playing each other, and they were going to introduce... What's the name of the bulldog for the Georgia? (laughs) Old bully or something. Anyway, they were going to take him over there on his little golf cart and introduce him to Bevo. Uh So they get him out, put him on a leash, and walk him over. Bevo sees him, goes after him. (laughs) Bevo's a little bigger. uh, Bevo's huge. (laughs) And uh, they had to subdue Bevo.
2: And you 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 don't realize how big
1: those things are. Until you you try to stop them, yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, uh, and then we're going to check in with the Orpheum Theater. We've got a couple of big things coming up tonight and uh, next week. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Stay with us. And thank you very much, and welcome back on this Thursday. Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, there's nothing going on but football. Wrong. There's a lot going on. This is Memphis, Tennessee, and if you head on downtown tonight and tomorrow night, you're going to see an incredible show. It's called The Illusionist, The Magic of the Holidays. We've got Kristen Bennett, who's the PR director at the Orpheum Theater, on the phone with us right now. Good afternoon, Kristen. Good afternoon. Are you there? I am. Okay, you, you cut, you cut okay. out for a bit. You're there. You're loud and oh, clear now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, th- I love Illusionist, and uh, I was just talking uh, during the break about seeing David Copperfield at the Orpheum uh, when I worked there, and d- just absolutely I'm blown away, uh, and you're right there. Everybody, you see everything they're doing, and you have no idea how they do it. It's just amazing.
3: Exactly. Yeah, the show we have tonight and tomorrow is called The Magic of the Holidays to Brought to you by The Illusionist. It features five of the world's greatest illusionists. We're talking, you know, sleight of hand, um, you know, things that you'll have to believe to see or see to believe. Um, but, yeah, it's a great show for the whole family, and some great seats are still available. So if you're if you're tired of being at home, come <laughs> on down to see our fans tonight and tomorrow night to see an incredible show.
1: And it is tonight and tomorrow night. And do you have tickets for both shows?
3: Yes, both shows available. Both shows start at 730.
1: Well, and there's we were just talking, uh, Mike Adams, here with me in the studio about there is not a prettier theater not anywhere in the world. I mean, it, it would match up against anything you'd see in Paris, London, anywhere, and it's just a, it's just a great thing to attend. Just going to the Orpheum and seeing anything, but even seeing this, and I've seen Penn and Teller there, I've seen David Copperfield there, uh just so many great shows, and so that's tonight and then tomorrow night and then on january the third you've got a musical called company coming to town and yes. this is really if you if you like the office which was a tv series uh, for a while i did love that this is this is not exactly like that but it is kind of an office atmosphere and it's bobby's 35th birthday party and all her friends keep asking why isn't she married why can't she find the right man and isn't it time she settled down and start a family So I guess it's just the the office gossip and what people deal with in office, and then they sing.
3: (laughs) Sure. I love that as a description. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, it's uh, Stephen Sondheim. Um, It's a revival of his show um, that came out, oh, I believe in the 70s. But um, this revival was one of the last things he got to see before he unfortunately passed away um, a few years back. And so, you know, the, the title might not sound familiar, but there are songs like, you know, being alive, the lady to lunch. And so you probably heard the songs before, but it's a great show. The revival, actually the original was about a guy named Bobby. Um, and so the revival kind of turned it on its head and it's, it's centered around a, a woman named Bobby um, who, like you mentioned is, it's turning 35 and all her friends are bugging her about why she's not married and settled down. And so it's her navigating that kind of in light of her, her 35th birthday. Well, I it's think... a great, funny show.
1: You know, the, the office, the dynamics of offices have changed so much uh, since the pandemic, too. Uh, it used to, uh, everybody went to offices. I mean, that's just what you did. And now there are people that work in the office sometimes, and then sometimes they don't, or they spend two days a week in the office. Uh, but I always like going to office because I like the camaraderie of being around the people I worked with.
3: Absolutely. And I feel like I'm way more focused at the, at office, the office as well.
1: Well, believe me I see people out jogging in the middle of the day uh, and they they're supposed to be at home on their computer and no one knows what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> but I can't okay. believe that many people have not that much leisure time anymore but there's just there I see guys uh, there are 30 40 bike riders in the middle of the week you know and so you know that uh, they said I'm taking I'm gonna take a bike ride then I'll come back and work real hard uh, right but, you have to be very disciplined to work at home and get your job. But I've I talked to people that say their productivity uh, for the, all these companies has actually gone up since they've been at home. Oh, wow. So who knows? Is everybody at the orphan have to. are you all back in the office now?
3: We are. We do have some, um, some, uh, an amount of work-from-home days that we're able to take um, whenever we need to, um, but pretty much we're, we're back full-time.
1: I remember when i worked there i used to bring a, my own lunch and i would sit at my desk and listen to paul harvey paul harvey and uh, cause i had this little corner office uh, right there in the main uh, part of the office you come through a little swinging door upstairs and then uh, there was the open area and this is but they've redone the whole orpheon now but it used to be wood paneled glassed in offices and i was right there at the corner and i would sit there and eat my lunch and i loved it it was the most regular job i ever had then i went back into news and it was crazy time again and so i treasure those years when i was at the Orpheum and had office people and you got you got your lunch time and uh, then you, you left at five o'clock except on show times you know okay
3: well the, what a beautiful place to eat lunch
1: oh it was Orpheum i
3: theater.
1: used to go out there to get a breath of fresh air i'd walk there was a window you could open up and get out on the marquee over over the sidewalk and I would go out there and just kind of wave at people. Hey, come to the show tonight! And they're looking around, going, "Where's that voice coming from?" <laughs>
3: that's some good. That's some good grassroots marketing.
1: There you okay. go. I was. That's what I was. I was a great. Hallerman would go get out there and get them in here. Be a <laughs> be a barker. Well, so you, you got tickets left tonight? Hey, can they call down or go online? What's the best way to get them to see the um, illusion?
3: Our box office should be open around, when doors open, around 6.30 or so. So, yeah, you can definitely walk up and buy tickets or go ahead and buy them online. Um, and same for Company. Company will be here for a week. We're um, about halfway through that Broadway season. So, after Company, we have shows like Les Mis and is Doubtfire and Three Weeks of Wicked and then closing out with Mama Mia. So, still a lot of Broadway to be had.
1: Yeah, Mamma Mia! We were just playing some ABBA a minute ago. In honor of Mamma Mia, (laughs) love the music for that. Uh, So do I. And tell Brett we're sorry we didn't get to talk to him. I hope he gets. I know he he suddenly took ill, and we we hope he gets over that quickly. Oh,
3: thank you. I will let him
1: know. All right, it's good talking to you. Happy New Year, and uh, we'll see you soon.
3: Absolutely, thank you, Earl.
1: Thank you, Kristen Bennett at the Orpheum Theater great place love the Orpheum all right uh, we're back now talking about the uh, uh the bowl games and I was just telling the story about Bevo going after the bulldog from Georgia and uh, they don't let them hang out together anymore you know that
2: I didn't know that i I don't understand why
1: uh because uh, they were afraid that the bulldog was gonna go to Bulldog heaven he's going to cross that rainbow bridge
2: <laughs> you know something I always enjoy working at the uh, the Memphis games prior to the last couple of years when they had the tiger that would go around the field in the cage. And it was just kind of surreal when you're literally two feet, you know, when you're working down the sidelines and that goes around and you're two feet away from that tiger. Um, But he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't loose like the, uh, the dog in the big, uh, the big bowl. I got this message from
1: Kathy. Music is about Bobby uh, looking at all of her married friends and wondering if marriage is even for her. He gives me little
2: tips like this, and it said,
1: "How can they get tickets?" He sent me another message on that.
2: But for for the for the company,
1: uh, for the company, and for the illusionist.
2: Actually, while you while you were talking on the air, I text my wife, "Hey, do you still want to go?" Uh, there you go. And she said, "Yes," and you can still get tickets. I looked it up right while you were talking.
1: And uh, she also mentioned that uh, if you're looking for gift certificates, uh, somebody gave you a, a better present than you thought you were going to get from them, <laughs> and now you're feeling kind of bad. Uh-huh. Maybe they dropped off some kind of special gift, and you didn't have anything for them. A great way to pay them back in aces is get a uh, a Buster's Butcher gift card.
2: Good call there, Earl and, uh, Oh, Kathy. Good then,
1: call. Then you've now trumped them. Yes. no pun intended. And <laughs> uh, and they'll go, wow, look at this! And we just gave them a box of cherry uh, chocolate covered cherries.
2: And you know the good part, like a, a gift certificate, like at Buster's, like that for the butcher shop. Obviously, you. You're giving it to somebody that maybe probably wouldn't be going there otherwise, and they get to pick out what they want. Well, and
1: so many people said, I'm going to wait till things die down there. Well, let me tell you something. Things ain't dying down at the butcher shop or Buster's, because this (laughs) is New Year's Eve coming up, Uh, but you get a a gift card. And the great thing about that is, and I've talked about this before, there's places, and I won't mention names, you can order steaks Mm -hmm. from someplace else, (laughs) but you don't get to look at them. Nope. And you do, if you're you're a good grill cook, and I am, you want to look at the meat you're buying. You want to see what the marble is. You want to make sure that what you're getting. This is aged. This is prime beef, and that's what you're going to get at Buster's Butcher.
2: And just like anything else, it's fun having a relationship with the person you're buying from. You know,
1: and there you can ask them questions on what's the best way to cook this. I mean yeah, that's exactly it's right. It's not like going to Lowe's and saying where are the screwdrivers, <laughs> and they don't know. The steaks are in aisle three. And they're going to know how to cook everything. So don't hesitate to ask them questions and and
2: uh you need to you need to go get some steaks bring them up here and we can eat them on air i'm trying to get it so i can e- have, have some t- of your steaks have you
1: ever tried to talk while eating steak <laughs> just like all these live <laughs> remotes they always have food at it you want some more pizza and i go i i can't
2: i can't I, eat you, pizza i know you, you like to go live yeah. when you go home tonight or you know next couple, when you're watching games out on the patio cook a steak right there beside you and uh, record it live on facebook
1: and that'll make people do what? It'll go to butchers. Uh, <laughs> they'll come to my house. <laughs> you, you show them how to cook. Don't you, take you, that last bite. I'm coming <laughs> over. All right, back to the bowl games. Um, we got. We talked about the Gator Bowl. That's, uh, I, oh, that was uh, the whole first list. So music Bowl, out in Auburn versus Maryland, Orange Bowl. We did all those.
2: Yeah, I think we actually we hit on all of them. The last one we finished on was, uh, uh, the, I think, Washington. and t- I forget who they're playing. Texas. T- yes. Texas State? Uh, no. Texas State Teachers College. <laughs> I was going to no, say, say A&M, but that would be wrong.
1: There's uh, These are all the bowls that have already taken place. Uh, yeah. And Gosh, they started way back Thursday, the Boca Raton Bowl on December 21st. The, the, the 16th was the first Gasparilla day. Of the Gasparilla Bowl, yeah. the Birmingham Bowl. I, uh, I
2: always enjoy looking. Each one of those bowls, the players get a gift bag. Of, of different things the from bling, the sponsors yeah, yeah. and I, I like i like seeing what they get uh, more and more they're going to gift certificates but they get they get some pretty neat things but so the cotton
1: there. bowl i guess they get cotton balls
2: yeah free cotton ball free time lifetime supply of <laughs> cotton
1: balls <laughs> what a disappointment
2: and what are those things you clean your ear out with the q-tips yeah q-tips
1: yeah a lifetime time supply of q-tips and cotton balls uh so whatever <laughs> you have to you know uh give yourself an ejection um, or you, you, you,
2: like the movie elf when he starts stuffing his mouth with cotton balls <laughs> you know
1: i've never seen that movie in its entirety what's wrong with you Earl? i every time i watch it something comes along on because i never didn't see it at the theater uh-huh. and my kids were grown before it really came around i guess it was
2: i, I enjoy it was that timing
1: it was it, all it's, timing it's funny anyway speaking of timing we got to take a quick break and uh then we'll be right back stay with us Lee Wood Mack brings back some great memories. Saw him at the Mid-South Coliseum uh, back in the early 80s. Uh And uh, just an incredible group uh, to see live because they had so many great hits.
2: Oh, they had great hits, and then even the songs that weren't great hits were still good songs that you still don't mind listening
1: to. Absolutely, and uh, Stevie Nicks, what an incredible voice. Um, And uh, she she just came out with another album not long ago. I know.
2: She's got to be over 50. Yes.
1: <laughs> Everybody I know is over 50.
2: I'm just being nice there. <laughs>
1: uh, but it's good to be over 50. I, I actually, and somebody asked me a long ago, do you dread getting older? I said, actually, you appreciate life more and more as you get older because you realize uh, what a gift it is. Oh, yeah, I agree. Especially with, as you get older, you start losing friends at a rapid pace. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Well you, you think of the, the the thing that we that we all we, we all say think about if you knew what you knew now back when you were 25. I was dangerous enough at 25 <laughs> as it was and, and I'm not saying I don't you know because we, we, that's also when you do a lot of bonehead things or you, you kind of have a different kind of fun but I am just talking about the little knowledge on how to treat people or how to oh uh, well, most uh, definitely
1: yeah. I, I think that's the worst part about being young is you don't know how to treat people mm-hmm. you're basically totally self-absorbed selfish um inconsiderate uh <laughs> and uh pretty much worthless pretty, uh, I, I was even thinking about this the other day i stopped at a store and I bought something and there were a bunch of young people in their 20s that worked in there and they're all talking to each other not paying any attention to the to the customers and this girl was waiting on me didn't even look me in the in the face when she was waiting at me because i need to see her id so i guess you know where i was now <laughs> and i, I showed her that he goes thank you uh, and there still never looks at me and it rings it up, says, it'll be whatever. I give her my credit card. She so goes, and say, Hey, you want a receipt? No, thank you very much. And turns is walking away before I've even picked up the sack. And I went, you know, how, um, uh, non-personal can you get in doing a business transaction <laughs> where you don't even look somebody in the eye and talk to them?
2: And I, I think in those situations, I don't think she's purposely being rude, purposely no, it's, being mean. But I'm the, off her radar. Yeah, but, but you just, you know, it, for a quick second, she could still be having a conversation with the people beside her. Well, that's what she was doing. Started, yeah, it, but, but she can still look at you to make at least eye contact and nod. But I think they're they're just not taught that
1: anymore. Right. I think we were taught that to you know deal, when you're doing a transaction, talk to the person you're talking to. Then you go back and talk to your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody tells them not to do that. And people, you know, uh, I just uh, it, I notice it now. And it, sometimes I, get, but you can't say anything because then you sound like some guy going,
2: <laughs> "Get off my lawn, <laughs> well I, I tell young you, punk." <laughs> the, the best thing I, I wish I would have learned and been able to apply it back then, and I, I was a good person. Don't mean that bad, but is the ability to not. When I say this, I'm not being like I'm being rude. Is not care what other people think instead of trying to please everybody. Hey, be Mike Adamson. And it's amazing what happens when you just be yourself and you quit worrying about what other people are thinking, quit trying to keep up with the neighbors, that kind of thing. Life just gets better. Well, and I
1: think also people think people think a lot more about you than they really do. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, I, in fact, I tell people this all the time when we put them on television, they say, I don't, I don't look good. I said, sure you do. You got a great smile. You're an attractive person. I said, that's what people are going to look at. They're going to look at your smile. They're going to look at your eyes and see if they think that they, they trust you, what you're saying.
2: And beyond that, they're not, That they don't care. Yeah. And in, in actuality, and I, I tell this more when, when, when I know somebody that's done, done something, uh, they're not proud of or whatever. They start getting worried that everybody's talking about them. And in reality, they're not. And the second thing is, I say, the ones that are talking bad about you are probably the ones that you don't care about anyway. So, you know, Fess up your mistake, keep on moving, and uh, life gets all right. It, I t- we, we tend to make it a lot harder than we need to sometimes because we try to push or we th- worry about what other people are thinking, and they're not even close to what, yeah. to that.
1: And they'll forget about it as soon as it happens anyway, so mm-hmm. I just wouldn't worry about it. I just got a message from Vicki Gandhi. He said, Uh hope you guys are having a wonderful afternoon. Uh, by the way, it's starting to spit some something on my windshield. It might be ice snow or rain or a mixture i can't tell but it looks like the liberty bowl might be an interesting game tomorrow <laughs> yes. Shh. well they said we might see a little wintry mix uh, mm-hmm. it's going to get down i think to 31 tonight
2: if it's going to snow at the liberty bowl I, I i just we need like six eight inches just make it exciting. if it's going
1: to snow snow <laughs> Although saying, I, I, I like it when it, it just seeing it come down yeah. i always enjoy that when you
2: get those great big flakes it's always new yeah. and i definitely don't want it to be i think was it Two or three years ago, Navy came in and played in the Liberty Bowl, and it it was raining the whole time, and it was about, I think it was thirty five, and, and it was turned into ice. It was kind of yeah. yucky, not fun.
1: Now, right now, it is. I uh, just checked; it's uh, forty two degrees. That's going to get down to thirty two tonight, uh, and um, so it could be freezing up in the upper atmosphere and dropping down and, and kind of melting on. Uh, uh i think he says six inches so uh, no. <laughs> 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 all right we, we gotta take a quick break we'll be right back whoops are we back <laughs> we were changing shifts here at kwam uh like Adams was having to leave because he's going to go see the Illusionist with his wife tonight, and Randy Ryan with the dive shop was just coming in, and we were standing there talking to each other. There you go. <laughs> Let uh, Let's slip on by. uh How are you?
4: I'm good. It's a little cold outside. It is. Uh,
1: I just got a call from Vicky Gandhi who's out driving around. Said there's something hitting your windshield. Did you notice anything hitting your face when you no. walked over here?
4: No, just cold air. It's kind of crisp.
1: Yeah, it is. It's supposed to get down to thirty-two tonight, and there may be some flurries. And they say tomorrow, it's only going to get up to forty-one tomorrow. So it doesn't have to be freezing for it to freeze up in the upper atmosphere. Still, yeah, they're dropping stuff. They were talking
4: all morning about possibility of snow. They didn't think anything would stick.
1: Yeah, well, they always say that. How many times have they been wrong on that?
4: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it it can be. Again, I think anybody's in the weather business in Memphis, Tennessee, should have a (laughs) west-facing window. And they should be forced to look out the window before they start talking.
1: You know, I always did that. What I did, whether it was I would go and and go outside. I'd not even just look out the window. I would go outside and uh, see what was going on. Because it was, uh, you know, the wire services back then, you didn't have computers. But you yeah. had teletype and the AP, UPI. They would say this is the forecast. This is what we think. Here's where the conditions are right now. But. You know, that could be 10 minutes ago in, in, yeah. in Dallas.
4: Yeah, exactly. You never know where that came from.
1: Uh, you got a big event coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend.
4: Uh, I think it's, what, the 19th. It's I the 19th?
1: It's uh, I got no. no, no 13th, it's, 13th. Yeah, it's the 13th, yeah. Yeah, it says, uh, let your dive gear dry and join us at the dive shop for a chili cook-off.
4: Yeah, you know, Memphis is famous for its cooking contest, so we just have our own. Uh, we do a chili cooking contest every year and it's usually you know well attended lots of chili to try we've had everything from white chicken chilies to you know old school stuff we've got a few prizes to give away
1: in fact I told mike adamson is who was just here just entered a number of and one so I yeah. said he needs to enter uh but it's uh, going to be at one o'clock at uh january the 13th that's a saturday and it says here see if i can zoom in close enough to it uh Bring a pot of your family's famous five-alarm chili or a batch of an old friend's that warms you on a cold winter's day. Dive Shop will provide drinks, atmosphere, and the chili fixings. Yeah, so you just bring the basic chili.
4: You bring your chili, bring something to, you know, bring bring it in a pot or a crock pot or whatever you like to cook it in, and bring something to serve it with, a big serving spoon. We'll have the bowls, we'll have the, the corn chips, the, the saltines, the chopped onions the sour cream all the other stuff
1: does anybody put them on a hot dog Have y'all ever done that
4: uh well you know it's good on a hot
1: dog Get a chili cheese dog yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna have any hot dogs
4: there but if you want to bring some hot dogs we... bring a hot dog yeah
1: put in your chili and then heat them up in there
4: yeah absolutely
1: uh i love chili chili is a it's a big thing in texas chili has no beans in it in texas
4: yeah i'm a no beans guy myself is
1: that louisiana or is that
4: just well you? no it's just me that's the way i grew up yeah. it's a it's a thing i do a lot of um i'll take a lot of dried peppers you know i'll go down to the mercado and pick out five or six different styles of dried uh pepper and bring those home and rehydrate them and grind them all up and mix it with garlic and cumin and so forth like that and and then i use um a beef roast and pork roast and about two-thirds beef and about one-third pork and cube it up and put it in there until it cooks completely apart um is the way that i like do you, to do Do it. you cook your meat down first and then
1: add the chilies or do you do uh, everything at the same time onions
4: cumin beef broth or beef stock and and the uh and the meat and cook it till it goes to nothing, and then, then take it. I take my chili mixture that's got the garlic in it and all the chilies and some salt and that sort of thing, and it's done in the blender until it's pureed. Pour it in there, and then let that go for a couple of hours. And you use a crock pot, or you do a yeah, stove pot. A, I use a something <clears throat> on the stove, big cast iron. Yeah, about a number twelve Dutch oven.
1: Uh, the I love a crock pot because uh, it it's easy to clean. And uh, yeah. <laughs> you just plug it in and walk away, and uh, that's the lazy man's way to do it. But there's something about cooking in cast iron in a Dutch oven, like you were talking about. That yeah. there is uh there are years and years of seasoning that yeah, is absolutely in, that is in that cast iron. Yeah,
4: it's it's got its own. Uh, each pot has its own life.
1: In fact, we my sister and I swear that our, we have our great grandmother's. Uh, um, seafood gumbo and she was from louisiana as yeah. you are and uh, but then uh, she lived in houston for many years my mother was born there and i remember just going into her kitchen and had smells that no other kitchen i've ever been into has mm-hmm. it was because of all those spices and things that yeah. she brought with her from louisiana and houston and that's the great thing about going to some of the marcadas here in that world uh, uh market out there on Germantown parkway yeah yep 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 that place if you have a hard time and it, it is difficult to find a lot of uh, you know all spice or some things that you go to kroger and yeah, you, look you can't
4: at, normally get
1: and they got them that are from the countries that sure. ma- that they grow yeah. in
4: well there's two great ones right over there on summer summer and white station there's a there's a mercado on one side and then there's a um eastern um like a like a japanese chinese grocery there as well yeah uh far eastern and it's um there's so much great food of course the mercados have picked up on that and they've got all the ethnic stuff from you know they've got all the japanese specialties all the chinese specialties they've also got all the all the south american stuff and so you got the produce in some of those places is just off the charts great you can get with oh, the fish oh yeah they've got fresh fish they've got fresh shrimp all the time they've got you know crabs and lobster and you know, everything in the world you can think of
1: and if you if you like fajitas uh, you go in there they already have the fajita meat cooked in in some of these places and you go in there and just buy it by the pound you get the tortillas, you come home, saute yeah. some vegetables, and boom, you're there.
4: Yeah, it's there, there's some great uh, great resources in Memphis for food of all kinds. I mean, there's which is, so many great markets and things.
1: Which is the great thing about the diversity of Memphis over the last uh, 30, 40 years is we've got some people that come from all over the world. They brought their food with them. Yeah. And uh, listen— Good food, you don't have to be from a country to enjoy the food for that country. That's exactly right. I mean, well, I
4: mean, life is built around the table. You know, it is. that's one of the things, when we're out diving and everything, most every time we have dinner or breakfast or lunch or whatever, all the groups together sharing meals and sharing swapping stories about the diving that they did that day or the experiences that they brought to um, the trip with them from their past, and, I, and it's just amazing. Uh, the conversations, getting to know people, and all those kinds of things.
1: Well, and as long as you've been cooking and you've done it for years with your your catering company, and you guys have a big, they yeah. got a fifty foot trailer tractor trailer rig that they they cook everything in the world in. It even has sleeping quarters in it. Yeah, but they've uh, done the music fest for years, the barbecue. Um, in fact, we were just talking about the barbecue a minute ago. Is I know that the the barbecue is moving to Tiger Lane. Yeah, uh, but I, and I know they're doing mempo at tomley park right but I, he mentioned uh, mike did a minute ago that he had heard something about they're going to have a barbecue at tomley park now too now that's
4: yeah that was i saw that on facebook it popped up i haven't seen a lot about it lately you know i know that memphis and may has been you know really really working hard to get the barbecue pumped up and and it is the world championship i yeah. mean it is memphis and may um world championship barbecue contest is there is only one other contest that even remotely carries those kind of chops and that's kansas city and i mean that's a that's been an international contest that i've been associated with you know the the music festival we've been catering for for 25 years uh, actually 27 if you throw in the two years of covid that it didn't happen um, but we started in the barbecue cooking contest thing. I mean, that was um How'd You, you, know, yeah, that you was started deal. cooking, yeah, yeah, with uh, Winfrey's um, and Sweat Hog Social Club, <laughs> and um, Hunter's dad wanted to cook contests, and we started cooking contests, and we started winning contests, and we got huge in that thing. Uh, but then we decided it'd be better to cook for checks than trophies because we were running out of space to put the trophies
1: well, in. Well, and they, they take, they're huge. So they take up a lot of room, yeah. and uh, checks are a lot more uh, 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 useful.
4: Yeah, they change They change <laughs> from small slips of paper into amazing stacks of, <laughs> of things that you can use for other purposes. For other things. Uh, yeah.
1: In fact, look how many restaurants have started because of the barbecue. Remember, we had oh, yeah. John Wills for many years uh central barbecue grew yeah. out of the memphis and may barbecue mm-hmm. um and then and then you have so many places in fact i was just talking to some my brother-in-law the other day they went by um over on lamar to uh the barbecue place in the garage over there uh oh goodness don't get me to uh, i'll think of it a second yeah it, but it, they've been around there for 50 years and a rack of ribs is like 21 dollars yeah versus some of these other places like 34 yeah 34 bucks for a rack of ribs <laughs> wow
4: well i tell is. you i used to stop at this little place It's not there anymore but there was a little grocery store on highway 7 just above the river about 20 minutes or 15 minutes outside of oxford and they had ribs is all they have uh, it's the only kind of barbecue they have and it's um this guy did them on an open pit with uh lowry seasoned salt and- <laughs> didn't trim them didn't do anything some of the best ribs i've ever had i used to stop in there all the time
1: well you do what you do you don't have to have a lot of places um and this place i'm talking about uh doesn't have an extensive menu at all it has pulled pork hot dogs and ribs yeah and that's pretty much their entire menu and uh they've and never, they're
4: famous world famous <laughs> i just can't think of their name it's yeah.
1: uh, it is uh a pain's barbecue yeah pain's and it's a family and the nicest people in the world and it's actually in an old uh gas station yeah. it had two stalls where the doors roll up and you, they just cleaned all the stuff out and they got tables in there sure and that's a joint that's a barbecue yeah, joint that's it and you go in there and you sit down to eat some of the best barbecue you've ever had and it, it's not overpriced and uh I just highly recommend it, but just don't go uh, next week because I'm going next week, so yeah, don't you. overcrowd it there. Uh, Mike Adamson, who just left, said because he's been certified before, he just texted me. He said he meant to ask you how how much time does it take to get recertified if you've been certified in the past? Well, it
4: just depends on on where you're at and how comfortable you are, but generally, it's a it's basically a refresher course. Um, you you know you come in, you spend about four hours. You'll spend two, three hours online doing some educational work just in a a digital training program with some videos and some reading and all those kinds of things. And then once you get through with that, we schedule you in with an instructor, and it's scheduled for four hours. Basically, you get what do you need to know, okay? What do we need to cover out of the classroom stuff that you don't remember, and then we're going to put you in the pool and run you through all your paces and and tidy up anything. It's all directed at what you need. Yeah. At that point, you're a diver, so tell us what you'd like to have. Yeah. Then we invite you to come back and practice on your own uh, and generally do that in association with a dive vacation. So if you're planning on going diving, say, in the summer, you want to start about a month before you go diving – and get in touch with us go through the the little bit of online stuff and then schedule your session with the instructor and then you'll have several days to come back and practice be super comfortable on your vacation and enjoy it when you go i
1: think he's got a cruise in february so that's just enough time you yeah start, absolutely and uh, we're going to take a quick break we'll come back and uh, wrap this thing up stay with us That's ABBA. Yeah. This is uh, Flashback Thursday. Although I think I'm going to start playing more
4: of this uh, ancient music because I like it. Yeah, yeah, well, there's a resurgence with these guys. You know, they've got holographic tours going on now and all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, and Mamma Mia's coming back to the Orpheum. Yep. and that's all their music in that. And, uh, plus it's all feel-good music, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh we got ready right here with the dive shop and uh, did y'all have a big christmas a lot of a lot of people being buying oh for yeah
4: trip? yeah i mean diving is a big thing to give for christmas obviously dive lessons are the gift that lasts forever you know once you get started doing this you don't ever have to stop
1: well it's just like mike adamson he got certified um years ago and you get busy doing other things, uh, and you stop doing it. Then all of a sudden, you realize it's like Chuck Baker. Yeah, he he. he in fact, he won a dive suit. Yeah. In one of your yeah, absolutely just came. And that's a bacon. big boy. You yeah. get it. Absolutely, many uh, dive suits had to dive for that one. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> a lot of no, a lot of neos were killed. Those those neoprenes, those they were.
1: Yeah, they were. They were barking at uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the, the thing is, it is something you could do at any age.
4: It yeah. really is. I mean, the, the the time when when we see most people move away from diving, they get involved in it when they're younger, maybe they're just married or not quite married yet, and then, then the family starts. Well, the little ones can't really dive, so that takes them out. The kids can't really start diving until they get to be 10 or 12 years old, so that's a big window, and then by that time, if you've got two or three kids, you know what kind of money's involved in yeah. that, so there's not a lot of time for big vacations and all that sort of thing. So, we generally see people kind of go out when the kids come, and then they come back. Um, you know, I'm teaching the fourth generation in some families now, Yeah, It's pretty crazy.
1: Well, and that's the thing about it. Uh, we were talking about it at Christmas time with my old grandson, and he opened two or three presents, and, and uh, my son-in-law said, you want to open another one? He went, I'm good, you know, because he has so <laughs> many toys. But then once they get up to around 12 years old, you know, they got – all that yeah and so that's when you want to start giving you something that really is going to be part of their life from now on and that's why a gift of something like uh dive lessons and sure getting into something that plus it's a family activity
4: well it is a family activity and it's a thing you know a, a lot of people talk about you hear a lot of this all the time is that you know it's one thing to give somebody a thing and they get the thing they play with the thing for a little while then it gets older they get a new thing they move on to something else memories last forever mm-hmm. you know the idea of an experience something that you can go and do that's unlike anything that anybody's ever done or ever going to do again is really the gift that lasts a lifetime
1: yep and that is the reason for the season is the family and, and and appreciating all the blessings we have and what better way to do it than together
4: absolutely y'all come by and see us at the dock.